Podcast like a motherfucker. So welcome to Amatime Podcast, episode... Episode number... 65. Today on the podcast, Casimir and I are going to talk about the Smith F Invitational. So Casimir, what is the Smith F Invitational? So this was kind of, at least dropped on me, kind of out of the blue, but it's... Um... Smith F is, is uh, you know, a big guy on the forum. I think he's, he has his fingers in a lot of pies. And uh, he wanted to bring together everybody who's, who has some kind of, uh, you know, does perhaps battle reports or podcasting, YouTube channels, stuff like that, to have kind of a content creators tournament, which would be really heavily covered uh, on all the, uh, the matches and so on, but with a twist. Uh, so the twist would be that the that the army lists are not per se standard. So it, like we're allowed to, first of all to take any type of books we want, but also uh, we're going to play some different point levels, and uh, we are for the most part, from what I understand, going to play themed lists or interesting list concepts that you might not normally see. So he writes for army lists. He's like, don't be that guy. You know, you can play anything you want, but just, like, make it interesting. So he wants it more like uh, old-school battle reports rather than ETC reports. He doesn't want it, doesn't want people necessarily to take, like, the, the worst units. But, you know, just maybe try something that you don't see at every tournament and something that's fun. So, yeah. Yeah. So don't be, yeah, like, don't be like, like, taking, like, the, the broken shit, basically. Yeah, I think he specifically said, you know, f- enjoyable for you and your opponent to play. Yeah. yeah. So, the format is um, everyone needs to write four lists. So you need a 3,000 point list, which is, let's call it list A, and two 1,500 point sideboards, which is B and C. So you need your A list, which is 3,000 points, you need your A plus B, which is 4,500 points. A plus C, which is another 4,500 points. Then A plus B plus C, which is 6,000 points. So your sideboards are 1,500 points, and your base list is 3,000, and each list has to be a legal list. So with these lists, we are uh, are we, we are playing Warband and then Grand Armies for the last game correct yeah exactly yeah so it's which this this definitely caught me out when i was making my list because in warbands there's a all all your like zero to x choices are halved and that uh that definitely caught me out a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> when, when i was trying to fit uh <laughs> like I, my, the first list i wrote was like how many centaurs can i fit in i was like oh, i can only have two <laughs> units of centaurs so i'm not going to do a centaur list <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna see how much tunneling can I have in a three thousand point list, and then I could only t- t- tunnel one unit. I was like, oh, okay. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and this also caught me out because in my, I had like a in my A list, I had like a general and a wizard, and then in both B, both B and the C lists, I put a BSB, 
And then I realized like A plus B plus C, I can't have two BSBs. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> how do we how do we deal with this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, I mean this is really the I think the, the crux with building these lists is that your A list has to function on its own, but also be the core for all your other successful like the the later lists as well, which kind of becomes a problem with the leadership structure. Yeah. So it's quite an interesting format. Um, it's going to be five rounds. So I think we should just like outline each of the rounds um, so people can understand what's going on. So it's five rounds. It's going to be probably UB because everyone's from all over the world. Um, the first round is 3,000 points using your A list. So like that core list is just the 3,000 versus 3,000. It's a frontline clash and it's capture the flag. The second round is assassination attempt. So you use your A list and then you choose your B or C. And so it's gonna be 4,500 points in total. It's a random deployment and the scenario objective is that you have to nominate an enemy character and kill that character. And if both of you kill the chosen character, then it's a draw. And then the third round is called Treason. I didn't quite understand this one. But what I so imagine is... I think it's... You choose yeah. your A list, and then your opponent gets to choose whether it's B or C. Uh, ah, well, this, so this this one... But it also says army swap round. So I've, I thought that we would be playing our opponent's army. Yeah, I wasn't sure. So, so for so what I thought uh, had happened in this round is that your opponent gets to pick your your ba- like the uh, detachment he wants to play with, and then he plays your army, and you play his army. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe we need to ask about this because this was the this point one. where. Yeah, this one was the one where I'm like, oh no, I'm going to have to play somebody else, like super janky shit lists, and <laughs> have to play against my own like masterpiece as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, in the scenario, this one is like Annihilation, so for every 225 points that uh, are killed, you get one battle point, and up to 20. So you can earn 20 points if you get if you kill everything. Um, yeah, so that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like you can, so we can go twenty twenty in this game if we if we really try hard. If everything dies, yeah. I think we'll we'll quickly go talk about the different scenarios afterwards. But um, round four is four thousand point, king of the hill, random deployment, and you get to choose your B or C list in the same as game two. And then round five is the finale. It's frontline clash. It's hold the ground, and you use A plus B plus C. So 6,000 points. And then the, there's going to be two winners. There's the overall best general, and then the people's choice via open poll in the forum. So it's obviously like a very like kind of hobby-oriented event, I would say, as much as you can have a hobby-oriented event over UB. Um, but Casimir, what did you think about the different uh, scenarios? I mean, we're a bit unsure about the third round, but... What did you think about the different um, scenarios, objectives and stuff? Yeah, so, I mean, there's two special objectives, right? And that's the uh, the assassination and this annihilation thing. And to me, I think the... 
I think the assessment, both of those objectives, like the, the cool thing about Annihilation is that we can both score max points. That's that's quite interesting, I think, for a scenario. Yeah, I like uh, But I Assassination, really like yeah, Assassination, though, to me, is just a bit like, uh, well, you know, select a hero to kill. I mean, it's shit you do anyway when you play the game, I think. Like, I... I enjoy the, the scenarios that make you uh, change the way you play when you're not just trying to kill stuff, if you see what I mean. Like capture objectives or go to deployment zones. This this kind of scenario, I think, is, is uh, something that makes the game more interesting to me. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the assassination is... It's fun, but it's maybe not like the most like balanced scenario and it's not the most interesting scenario. Yeah, but perhaps it can create like the narrative of it is uh, is perhaps there. It, like you know, it might not be the most competitively interesting game, but uh, but in terms of like the story of the game, I yeah. mean, this is the kind of scenario where where you you have a story develop. Yeah, and I, and I think we can uh, definitely bring that into our battle reports as we go. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that's basically the format of the tournament. It's probably going to be on UB. We're going to do one game every two weeks, so hopefully we can have a little episode for you every couple of weeks and uh, give you an update on, on how the tournament's going. So I think what we need to dive into now is like what actually we're going to take. So Casimir, how did you start thinking about what you're going to take? Like, Did you decide like, fuck Smith F, I'm just going to take the most broken shit possible? Or did you think of like more fluff? on more narrative or did you just think uh, i'm just going to use this as an opportunity to take some units that maybe you haven't used yet so i was kind of torn first of all what to what army to play uh, so i first i thought like this might be a, a good time to play like something that i'm currently not playing so i was thinking about going back to ud and, and seeing if i could make some some interesting list concept, but as soon as I start to write lists, I remembered how utterly bland UD is currently. <laughs> and, uh, and then I was like, ah, oh, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it would be, you know, like the most fun. So I think I, I went back to, to Vermin Swarm. And then I think the approach that I uh, took was really to say, you know, like, what is the major themes that I like in this army and how can I perhaps exaggerate them uh, when I play while taking perhaps some, some things that I wouldn't normally take yeah okay so how did you go about that have you written any lists so I, yeah so I, I i haven't really completed any lists because it turns out that for vermis form it's kind of hard to write these se segregated lists i think because so much of your uh like character structure is built on like all working together you know uh, a good example is how the magic works like if you want to take the um five and six spells you need to have three wizards and I mean, you're not going to fit three wizards and a general into three thousand points. So you actually that have less, of, uh, you rules actually characters in Vermin Swarm, right? Uh, sorry, it's like thirty-five percent characters in Vermin Swarm. Yeah, exactly. Like the the cap really hampers you. But also, I mean, even if you did, you would be spending like, I mean, nine hundred points on characters or something in a three thousand point game and that's probably too much okay so so maybe you want like two of the three in your three thousand and then your third one in your sideboard yeah exactly but then but then you pay for the upgrade and you don't use it in the three thousand uh, list uh, so i i'm probably okay. just not I'm, I'm probably just gonna do a just straight adapt uh so for me the the um 
the two things I want to do to the two alternatives I have currently is one where I want to play the ruinous dictator and I think he's extremely cool but I don't think he's like the best choice because his discipline is so low as you kind of you know you risk having stuff panic but maybe that's not the worst thing in this kind of event uh, and for him I think the key to playing that kind of list is that you, you can't take panic tests so how do you avoid panic tests well you pick Take big ass units that don't <laughs> take any panic tests. Do they? Do they still have so, uh, wave? No, they're unstable. Do they still have panic? Uh, yeah, they don't get like the uh, fearless and so on. They only get like so. It's once you reach combat, you're fine. But before you get the combat, terror ah. and panic is a problem. Okay, I see. Uh, so, so the idea of this of that list would be okay. Well, you start with dictator, and then you just add like an extra wizard, uh, and then you'd say, okay, well, let's just take big units in core, and then big combat units in special. And okay. uh, I, I also I'm gonna put in some uh, tumbling because tumbling is probably the the coolest mechanic in the Vernersborn book, and it's also really fun to play with. Like so, in, in so the beginning, let's, uh, let's just let's just dial it back a bit. So, what was sure. what was your thought process and? maybe what is going to be your thought process leading up to actually finalizing your list like how like are you fluffing it or are you thinking just like it sounds like you're more like okay what what haven't i tried yet or what's less less common or what's a bit maybe not as good yeah i I would say it's mostly that like i think the only fluff part for me is that I, well, okay, I have two themes that I think are really cool with Firmusworm. And number one is the hordes, like just lots of big units of rats. And the second one is the toys, like all the, uh, you know, the crazy machines and the shooting, uh, this kind of stuff. Yeah. And it, when it, as far as it goes for fluff, I think my, my two ideas is just, okay, well, how much of this stuff can I like put in a list? You know, how... <laughs> how that sounds like, very fluffy, I, Casimir. Well, I, f- I mean, to be honest, I don't think it's very competitive either way. Like, maybe maybe the big blocks list is more competitive just because you'll grind stuff down. But but the toys stuff is... Without getting too deep into Vermisworn, I don't think it's, like, the best thing you can do currently in the book. But, uh, you know, like, there's, there's, there's some, like, really interesting units that might not be super powerful... And uh, I like it would be fun to just like you know how many shit can, how many things can I blow up in my army that kind of a type of list. <laughs> cool. All right. So do you have like a like let's say like a concept for each of your your like your main list and then your two sideboards? Yeah, I think I think the thing with the uh, the main list is that you need to have like the basis of okay, well, what kind of spells am I going to take and what kind of discipline I'm going to take. Especially vermin's form, as as we said before. Uh, so so that's so that's really like what goes into the main list, and then I think the the sideboards are kind of easy to make because once you make the decision, like okay, well I, this is my theme, the sideboards kind of write themselves. Where you just say, okay, well, you know, I I can't I can't have, uh, uh, let's say, I, well I can't I can only ambush one unit because of the drill team uh, in my main list, so I'm definitely gonna have another one of those in my sideboard. That kind of stuff. Okay, so so do you have like uh, anything in mind yet, or? Uh, yeah, so I I think uh, like uh, for the dictator list, it's essentially taking uh, like a couple of big blocks he, of rats and one. He has to be the general, big... right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, I mean so, he's a dictator, right? So he then so then he's got to be in your three thousand point. 
Yeah, yeah, he's definitely going first. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, and it's the same in the other list. Then you, I'm taking a senator because that's the only other option really for for general. Yeah. Uh, and because then you, I mean, it's it's more to like say the same pretty much through the whole thing, right? Yeah, exactly. You have to have the same general, same BSB, all the kind of stuff. Yeah. And that is a bit a bit interesting because, I mean, some generals are, you know, if you want to play, I don't know, warriors and you want to take a dragon or something, like that, that's going to be a weird 3,000 point list, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because then you're probably not going to have a wizard in your 3,000 point list. Yeah, exactly. You have maybe one or two in your sideboards. Yeah. Okay, so but that's something that I think that's an interesting part. Actually, is that in the sideboards, I find myself currently writing lists where I really have like my first sideboard and then the six thousand point sideboard. Like, it's kind of hard to write two equivalent sideboards. If you see what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean the way I did it was like I decided on one, and then I decided on the other, and then I put them together in one list and was like, okay, this works. <laughs> okay, but. Yeah. So, so do you have any more like, kind of concepty ideas, like how far you've got with it yet, or do we have to wait and see till next week when you've actually written the list? Yeah, I think so. Like, really, the the concepts are very like simple. Like that, you know, the one thing has, you know, how much how much random shit can I put in there? You know, char- dreadnought chariots, ignify <laughs> grenadiers. The other one is just like, okay, well. Let's let's just see. Okay, this is a unit of fourteen brutes. That's pretty big, you know. Unit of sixty rats. This kind of stuff. Okay, so so, you, okay, and what? How much like let's say like power type stuff have you put in? I like, think how, how, the, many, uh, how many like the gaming, units that gaming is... choices have you taken? Yeah, like the, the the unit that's in both of my lists currently that I think about cutting is uh, the unit of six Mermillobrids. They're just very, I mean, they're just very good. And they're kind of hard to get away from because they, uh, they're like a spe- one of, I think they're the only special unit that grants you the, this, the you know, leadership standard thing to hold your army together. Okay. Uh, which means that, you know, they're in almost every Vermin Swarm list. Uh, so maybe I should push myself to not take them, but uh, currently they're in both lists. Okay. Cool. And the last question, how how does your, like, 4,500 point A plus B slash A plus C, how does it, how does it relate to your current 4,500 point list? Is it very different? I would say, I would say yes for both, because normally... I play some like kind of balanced uh, lists. I I don't play the dictator normally, so that's very different because dictator changes completely how you play. Uh, and the, I normally don't take that much shooting and stuff anymore because I, I it's more of a liability I think in the Vermis War <laughs> right now because the the small shooting, shooting units they you know they they cause panic tests and stuff like that. Okay. Cool. All right, so for me, I was kind of thinking the same as you. Like, all right, like let's let's not take the usual stuff. I've been training playing dread elves for quite a lot, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna I want to play beast heads, so I'm gonna try and write a beast head list. And then I wrote my general. I was like, okay, what? Like then I was like, oh, wait, wait, like what themes could I use with the beast heads? I was like, the only thing I could think of was like centaurs and full on ambush. 
And when you get to like the um, the three thousand point scale, I couldn't have like an army which all ambushes. I had to have like yeah. two units of gargoyles on the table. I mean, they could scout, but I couldn't have everything <laughs> in ambush. I was like, no, nah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> and I was like, well, what happens? What happens when I actually want to add like the sideboard? And then I'm going to have units that are on the table. And it's like, this is just not going to work. So my full-on ambush idea was was a no-go. So I was like, okay, it's not going to... B says it's not going to work. So what other, like, kind of themed lists can I choose from the models that I own or the, the armies that I own? And I was like, well, I could do, like, a Hybon Elf dragon list, but I'm not really, like... Hybon Elves, I haven't really played them since ETC, and... Ah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't wasn't really keen on that and I was like, well I could play Warriors and then I was like, nah. <laughs> and then I was like, like there's no I mean there's no real theme list in Warriors other than one favor, I feel like. Because yeah. it's more like everything just smashes, right? That's it. Yeah, and I, I haven't really played them in any way, so it was I was like nah. And then vampires like, okay, I could write quite a good vampire list for the like a theme list, but again, I haven't really played them in a while. So I was like, alright. The obvious choice here is Sylvan Elves because this is like quite easy to make like a fluffy army with. Yeah. So I decided like my favorite theme in the Silver Elves is like the Wild Hunt theme. It's like okay, I'm gonna do like a hunter a hunter army. So I was like okay, I'm gonna have two guys on elks, who are like the hunter guys, and then the rest of the army is gonna be based around them. And then what I realized is that I couldn't really decide on two hunter guys. And maybe I'm just going to have one instead. So then I made a lord instead of two chieftains. And basically I wrote a list around the hunter guys. So because the first scenario, I also kind of did a little bit like thinking about the scenarios. So the first scenario is capture flags. So I don't really need like scoring units. So in my 3000 point list, I have no scoring units. <laughs> and full choice. So I, I'll quickly go through it just as a general concept. So... I basically have a prince on elk with all the stuff. And then he's a general. Yeah. And then I have a druid on eagle king with like hero's heart. So it's like slightly like attacky eagle king druid guy, wizard master. Yeah, that's really cool. With shamanism as well. Yeah. Like not some fucking boring druidism guy. Yeah, yeah. Fuck druidism. I was considering cosmology, but shamanism is maybe a bit more fun. And I get to have totem beast, which is always good. And yeah. then I have two lots of 10 Heath Hunters, which fit core perfectly for 3,000 points. No nice. bullshit. Like, perfect on the dot. And then 10 Huntsmen, because it's a hunter list. And then I have the Druids Eagle King Friends, which is the Kestra Knights and the Forest Eagles. Three of each. <laughs> and that's perfectly 3,000 points. So Yeah, was, that is a really cool list, actually. So it's like, it's like the hunter list. So it's the Wild Hunt going out, the Forest Prince with the Huntsman and all the cavalry, everything's mounted or flying. It's like, it's going to be fun to play. Yeah, definitely. So it's, I don't know if it's competitive or anything, but it's going to be fun. And then I, was I like, think okay. probably it's the kind of list that's like, for against some armies, it will be really good. And against other armies, it will just like bounce and be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some armies is just going to shoot me off in two turns like please no pyro <laughs> yeah yeah exactly can we ban pyro for this event please yeah and then then i was thinking okay like i've got my wild hunt 
And I was like, okay, I need two like sideboards that are going to be themed in, in like a, a narrative way. So when we're talking about the games, we can like make more of like a narrative um, report. So the, my first sideboard is everything is forest spirits. So just to give you a quick lo- like lowdown, I have a Thicket Shepherd BSB. I have a Dryad Ancient, who are like the leaders. And then I have a unit of Dryads and a unit of Thicket Beasts. So that's my 1500 point sideboard. So it's basically like the wild hunt is being joined by all the trees. Mm-hmm. And then the other sideboard is like the edgy, like uh, wilderness elves that are like join the, the wild hunt. So to add to this one, I got some archers. Um, just because that's what fit in core. <laughs> and there wasn't really any edgy stuff to go in there. And I wasn't going to use dryads because that's in the other one. Well, I mean, you can definitely write some background about these archers, though, like being, uh, being like really in tune with nature or some bullshit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's easy enough. And then le- leading the contingent is a shapeshifter, because you don't see that very often. So no. I, I kind of wanted to. I was intending on putting a bit, making the character BSB, but then I realized that I couldn't have two BSBs in the big army. So he ended up being a shapeshifter. And then I've got the archers, and then uh, some rangers. And then some Bry Maidens. So they're all kind of like units that maybe not used that often in the Sylvan Elves. The Archers obviously used, but it's cool. Um, so I, I it kind of went like a little bit like weird on these. I really wanted to try out the Bry Maidens with the, the magic. So that'll give me an extra two spells as well in the big army. And Oh yeah, they have a champion as well. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so so in so in the bee army with the 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 forest spirits, I have the dryad character who's an adept, and then I have the bry maidens who's a champion. So I have like six spells in the four thousand five hundred points. So that was also nice. like a, a consideration that I made, and then the forest rangers also carry a flaming standard, so that's also useful if I come against something where I need to use a flaming standard. So that was also kind of like a gaming decision a little bit. I was like, well, it, it's nice to have the option. If I come against some trolls yeah. or something like that, like, and then I can just pick that sideboard. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, f- I find the flaming standard is one of those things that you might not always use it, but but when you when you need to use it, it's it's game winning, right? Yeah. So that was kind of like I could just throw that in on this unit, and then they can, if I need it, I have it. So yeah. it was like a somewhat a gaming decision. But I, I, yeah, but I mean, you have to have a little bit of leeway. I feel like this is you. You really like your your lists are re- like really well themed. I think I, I really like them. Yeah, so I'm. I think when we're talking about the the games, I'm not. We're not going to go into so much detail about at least with my games. I'm not going to go into so much detail about what happened. But I'm going to make more of like a narrative, like come up with some names for the characters and yeah, and more do like a narrative report than uh, than actual like I rolled four sixes and did this. Yeah, if somebody talks about dice again, I'm going to kill myself. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so, and I think that's kind of the kind of tournament it is. So I haven't really gone for, like, like super powerful things. Like, in, in, both my, in both my side armies, I have two scoring units in each one. So I haven't, haven't got three scoring units in the 4,500-point army. I haven't got any in the 3,000-point army. 
and I have four in the six thousand point army. Yeah, and we're playing, but I think I think like so. King of the Hill is number round number four, and that's four thousand five hundred points. So so that one will be a little bit harder. But the when you when we play hold the ground, that's when you have six thousand with all the scoring. So that that will probably be okay anyway. Yeah, so I think it should work out, and I, and also like the other scenarios as well. Like I ha- the assassination scenario is quite. I think I'll be okay with that one because if I'm using my like shapeshifter sideboard, I have three characters. One of them is the general, which is on the elk, which is very fast maneuverable. The other one is the wizard, which can just fly around. And then they have the shapeshifter, which is 18 inch vanguard or 18 inch move and vanguard. So that's not going to get killed if I don't want it to get killed. No, definitely not. And then the other one is the Thicket Shepherd, which is going to hang out in Thicket Beast, which is like a stubborn yeah. block. So he's probably the most squishy one. So I, I think that that scenario is probably also going to be okay. Yeah, probably. Um, I think that looks good. I have to say, I feel like you kind of inspired me to maybe I should try... Because like just like you divided the the themes up in your sideboards, like you have the you have the wild hunt, and then you have the tree uh, sideboard and the like uh, mystical forest elf sideboard. I feel like you could probably do something similar to Vermin Swarm, where you kind of if you're for example if you in your three thousand points, you just say this is like the like the normal you know clan, all the normal dudes, like just a lot of legionnaires and other just you know, like normal vermin. Yeah. And then you, for example, have like a sideboard that's just filled with engineering stuff and then another one that's filled with all the beasts or something like that. Yeah, I think that would be quite cool. You could, you yeah, could have maybe. like a character on like a rat or something like that. Is that a thing these days? Uh, no, it's not, it's not a thing anymore, but you can have like a, you can have a monster uh, that has a rider. Like that's the, in the, as a, yeah, a non-character choice. Yeah. Yeah, but that's kind of how I, how I went with it. So, I think it would be quite fun to do the battle reports with in this in this kind of aspect. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, I think I'm pretty good. Awesome. So, what we'll do now is we'll call it a day for tonight. And we will come back. I think list submission is at the end of this week. It's on Monday, I think. Monday. Okay. So, maybe we'll tweak our list a little bit before Monday. But we'll come back next week and we will make a new battle report or not a new battle report, but we'll do like, maybe we'll do like a, a list review episode once all the lists are submitted and out. And then yeah, we'll, we can and then, pick some highlights or something. Yes, yeah, so we'll pick a couple of lists that we like or something like that and talk about what list we actually chose in the end. And then we'll do maybe a weekly update or something like that if we can find time. Sounds good. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to send us some suggestions between now and this submission on Monday, then you're more than welcome to. You can get me at Henry P. Miller on the forum. Yeah, you can find me at, at uh, Ishuni on the forum as well. Awesome. So thanks very much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode.